Hi friends, this is Morgan Ruff. I have a lot of labels that span the very many adventurous roads that I've taken in my life from wilderness guide to elite level cyclist, ski mountaineer, environmental policy walk to one of my favorite labels of all time, wild adventure mom. I am a wild woman and a wild soul. My life has taken me on some pretty cool adventures, but it's not always been an easy journey. I've been burned out, run down, depressed, anxious, truly ready to toss in the towel many times. I've been lost and wandering alone in the forest before, literally and figuratively, ready to give up. But over the past years, I've learned to cultivate hope, joy, and resilience within myself. Are you feeling like you've lost your way in this crazy ride in life? Feeling burned out or overwhelmed by the state of your home, let alone low in the state of the world right now? Yeah, I get, yeah, I understand. I've been there and frankly, I still go there. All this can feel big and scary when we first come to it, but with some support from each other, you'll see how much power you truly have. Learn to trust yourself again and gain greater connection to yourself, the people, and the world around you. On this podcast, we explore what's on our hearts and minds, learn new tools and skills for braving the wilderness, and most importantly, find out that we're not alone. Thanks for joining. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, if you're interested in joining the community and furthering the conversation, pop over to Facebook and join us at Uplift for the Wild Soul or follow me on Instagram, Morgan Ruff Uplift. Here's the podcast. Hi, wild women and wild souls. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Morgan Ruff, your host. I'm just once again, so honored for to have you here. So question for you to think about. What is your soul craving? Can you even hear it? I've been thinking a lot about what it means to do the work of soul restoration. So my day job, I work in earth restoration. Um, I work on trying to take the places that have been impacted by our presence and restore it back to some amount of natural function to support endangered species and support the functions that um, are so critically important to this planet. Clean water, healthy flows, healthy trees, all, all the things. So I have spent, you know, past 13 plus years working to restore the planet. But one of the things that come has always come to mind who, that has caused me to think about um, this work a little bit differently is, well, why? Why do we need this? And I think so much a part of it is because we have wandered so far away from our souls, from our deep knowing. And so the idea of soul restoration is thinking about what are those big areas in your life that need to be excavated. You need to get the big yellow machines in, scoop out the muck, remove the levees, allow the river to reflood that area so that it can breathe again. 
So the work that I do in river restoration, there's these levees, they're constraining our systems. They're just keeping things straight and narrow. And a river, it wants to be expansive. It wants to breathe and swell and shrink and move and go into its side channels and just thrive. But instead we're like, nope, 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 river, stay straight, stay narrow. Just think about that. How often do we do that to ourselves in our lives? We tell ourselves, no, you can't have that big expansive space. You need to stay straight and narrow, follow the path. Nobody else is over there. Don't, don't even look, just stay, stay on your own path. So it's my belief that our souls, you know, we, we're, we're born into this life and we come knowing that we are love. We come into this world with a mission to affect it, to live it, to experience it. And over the years, we are conditioned to not trust that deep inner knowing that we're born with. Like society tells us, no, no, in order for you to know love, you have to have these things. You have to look this way. You have to have this type of life. Don't look over there. So we're constantly being turned away from ourselves and conditioned into that straight and narrow line, uh, like a, a river that's been levied. And then for some of us, we get to a point where it's just too much. We can't, we can't be confined any further. And that was my experience continues to be my experience and you try to put walls around me and pretty soon I try so hard to stay with the current to just go with the flow of everyone else but pretty soon you know what happens I lose myself and when I lose myself I'm no good to anyone I'm stuck in anxiety I'm stuck in my depression I'm stuck in my stories I'm stuck in my excuses boom gone and suddenly I am invisible. I've disappeared. And the problem is I've disappeared not only to myself, I've disappeared to my family. I'm no longer there for them. That's what happens when I step away from my soul. So the question then becomes, well, sure, there's all these things happening and these pressures, but how do we reconnect? How do we restore our soul? And to me, I think it's, I think it's a couple steps. One is the major restoration. And then the second is the ongoing stewardship. So to me, major restoration is working on yourself diligently. It's hiring a coach. It's doing the work. It is um, quitting drinking. It is um, being courageous every day. It's podcasting. It's stepping out and just like pulling away the layers of fear. Like you're removing layers of concrete and being willing to see the opportunity and the potential in the restored area major restoration and stewardship is 
those little things ongoing. Once you've gotten an area restored, how do you keep it going? How do you keep the system moving? How do you continue to give it the care and feeding? And then know, oh, time to go back in and restore a little bit more. It's never like a one and done process, just like in the ecosystem. I believe that having a connection to nature, and obviously my metaphor here is nature-based, but having a connection to, to your place, to where you live, to nature, is a major part of your own personal restoration. I think every single one of us needs to know that we are connected. We are part of this ecosystem. We are not separate from it. But it's in our cultural nature, um, the cultural norms, to continue to separate us out further and further and further away from it so that we don't even understand where our food come from or where uh, what creates clean air or what types of trees are native to our place. So uh, I believe that that connection to your sense of place is a large part of a connection to yourself. And so I wanted to talk about the opportunity for some soul restoration work that I have coming up that I'm really excited for because I think that it is so critical to creating a better world to uh, creating the systems that we want, to um, setting a vision and a path for how we might be moving forward into a new era, a new age. Uh, it all has to start with us. It all has to start with our own inner ecosystem. So my upcoming um, <laughs> soul restoration opportunity is a virtual and nature-based retreat. It, okay, there's two things that I'm hearing people really say to me right now. They're saying, Morgan, I am feeling so disconnected. I miss community. I miss being together. I miss having a circle of friends. I miss just that sense of connections to others and to knowing that I'm not alone. And that's been one of the biggest challenges, obviously, with COVID is that we have taken our social systems, we've taken our social systems and we have not necessarily had the understanding or knowing of how to replace those ways of connecting. So gradually, slowly, these virtual communities have been emerging. And I know from being somebody who has really invested in a virtual community through my coaching programs um, and through other mechanisms, like there is a lot of power in connecting with others, even in a virtual space. Yes, we all want to be in person and we all want to be back in the, the normal rhythm, I think, of uh, some of those kind of systems. But there is power in connection, even if it is virtual. The other thing, so we are coming close to one year of this whole uh, COVID experience. We've been in it a year. I remember when um, 
it first was starting and our schools were closing and they were going to be closed for six weeks and how much of a fight or flight response I had to the idea of six weeks. And now <laughs> I thought there was no way, there was no way that I was going to survive that. Now, a year later, we're still in a virtual schooling system, um, situation. We're still socially distanced and um, isolated. And um, the interesting thing though, is that because we're all in our house all the time, my husband and I are both working from home. My daughters are both um, doing the virtual schooling. Alone time is very rare. And it's one of the things that I personally have been craving is alone time. And when I'm recording this, it's the middle of winter. It's snowing outside. So um, sometimes it's even hard to create the space to like go for a walk or go outside because it's just, you know, the weather is a little crummy. So we're craving both connection and community. And for me, um, and from what I'm hearing with other people, I'm craving, craving that time to just be alone, to really connect in with myself, to connect in with um, what have my thinking and feeling? What do I want? How has this year uh, changed my perspective? It, how has this year changed my um, desires for what I want my future to be? And just sometimes having that conversation with yourself, having the time to sit and think and reflect, um, it's hard to create that space sometimes. So kind of in answer. Oh, and then the other thing that I think, uh, and this is part of what I was mentioning earlier, was the sense of connection to nature. Like, I really believe that nature heals us just as we heal it. And it's, we have this reciprocal relationship. So the more that we are connected to it, um, it gives to us, it gives us life. It allows us to kind of dissipate some of the negative energy that we might have and brings in um, clarity and it brings in, um, you know, all these things that we really, really are craving. So how am I, so in response to what I've been hearing people saying, I have put together uh, this a virtual, um, I'm calling it a, it's like one half a community like event where there's connection and community and then another half a solo event. Uh, it's a virtually, uh, virtual solo based nature retreat. So what this means, we'll gather on Thursday night and this is going to be over the weekend of um, spring equinox. So the 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21st. Um, just a very lovely time. And I'll, I'll be talking a little bit more about the changing of the seasons and what those mean and represent to me. But uh, so over the weekend of spring equinox on Thursday night, we'll have a virtual Zoom based opening circle where we will connect with each other. We will talk about what our intentions are. We will just have time to celebrate being in community and being connected. And then you will have Friday, Saturday or Sunday 
to create space and time for yourself to go out into nature somewhere in your local area for four hours. And there will be facilitated activities um, like uh, like a meditation to listen to. There'll be uh, journal prompts, guided um, activities, all within a, a packet. But you will be doing that on your own out in nature. I will help you if you need it. Think about where to go, what you need, what um, what you need to set up. Um, what you need to do to ask for that time and space from your family. I know that's something for me that's really sometimes challenging. It's a skill to learn to ask for what you need and then take it and claim it. So carving out four hours, it can be anytime Friday, Saturday, or Sunday that works for you. And then, and also it doesn't have to be super overly complicated. This could be four hours in your backyard. It could be four hours at your local park. It could be, but if you want it, it could also be four hours um, at a cabin in the woods, or it could, you know, it could be what you are needing. And if you are confused by that, I'm here to help you with that. And then Sunday night, coming back together, Sunday evening, coming back together, close having a closing circle sharing sharing your experience maybe thinking about what are some action steps that need to continue on to steward that feeling that sense of connection that you have created and we move forward from there so and during the time uh, the container space of that weekend i'm available for connection for um for support for help as things come up and are surfacing so it's a really unique experience. It is meant to hold space for people so that you can create this sense of self-restoration. I really believe that it's all within ourselves. Like we all have the power <clears throat> to do this. It's just a matter of trusting yourself and coming back to yourself, tearing away those layers that have been those masks that you've been wearing and just allowing yourself to see yourself and just seeing yourself first. You don't even have to share it with anybody. Just being okay to know and notice who you are. And then over time, over time, the waters begin to fill and the lungs of the river begin to flow just as in your life. And as we restore our souls, as we restore ourselves, we restore our families. The more we come back to ourselves, the more we step into who we are and our trust, our families respond. Our people notice, wow, Morgan's living in, in deeper levels of joy. She's not yelling as much. She seems like she's really working things out. I wonder, what would it mean for me to do the same? And as you restore your families, you restore your communities and healthy communities. Those are what we need in our world to take care of each other. So if this is something that you're interested in, this virtual nature-based retreat, I would love to have you. Uh, you can DM me your email and I will put you on a list. And as more details come out, come available as I open the doors, I will be sure to let you know. Until then, friends, be brave and stay wild. And thank you once again for joining me.